Have you ever been asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? Gwen gets to work. I like talking to people and they like talking back to me. Well, that's what I think. One day I asked my mum, what, how do I know what I want to be when I grow up? My mum said, if I interview people about like their jobs and things like that, well, I will find out and like the people, all the people who are, who are listening, um, you will find out too if you don't know. Let's get to work. Welcome to episode 12 of my podcast. In this week's episode, I am talking to a classics fellow. It was really interesting talking to him, so I hope you enjoy it. Heraclitus, the Greek philosopher, once said, change is the only constant in life. So we're going to play a new game called Guess the God to warm up. Are you ready? I'm ready. Who was married to his sister? Who was married to his sister? Well, a number of Greek gods were, but Zeus in particular was. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Who was rep- represented by a peacock? By a peacock? I don't know the answer. You tell me. Hera, Hera, yes. The Greeks and the Romans had different names for the same god or goddess. So Zeus is the Greek name, right? And Jupiter is the Latin or Roman name. Hera is the Greek name, and Juno is the Latin or Roman name. Okay. Who can make hurricanes? Who can make hurricanes? Well, Poseidon can make hurricanes. Correct. <laughs> Who was born dressed in armor? Who was born dressed in armor? Uh, Athena was born dressed in armor. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Who was Percy Jackson's father? Ooh, I don't know. Percy Jackson and the Olympians Perseus. Perseus. It's a book, yes, I know. I just don't know anything about it. <laughs> Percy yeah. Jackson. Who is Perseus' father? Who is Perseus's father? Mm, is it Zeus? Who is in charge of healing and also plague? In charge of healing? Well, there's a number in charge of healing, but we have uh, Asclepius. <laughs> We've got down... Apollo. Apollo, yes. Who likes hunting and also babies? Who likes hunting and babies? Do you have down Diana? Yes. Yes. Or in Greek, she was called Artemis. We have that down too. Excellent. Who was the video game god of war named after, and why was he not very popular with other gods? Who was the god of war named after? Yeah. 
Is it Aries? Yes. There we go. Now on to the main questions. Okay. What did you want to be when you were a kid? Oh, I wanted to be so many things when I was a kid. I wanted to be a cowboy. I wanted to be a cowboy, baby. I wanted to be an astronaut. Oh, I wanted to be a chef for a while. Um, I wanted to be uh, anything in a costume when I was very young. Santa Claus. I had a Santa Claus costume. What you're about to see may be upsetting, but something's got to be done. Get Santa his job back. Call now. I had a ghost. Buster's costume. <laughs> I was highly influenced by uh, television and movies when I was very young. Um, but then when I was about oh, 12 or 13, I started reading Greek tragedy. And I knew I wanted to do something uh, in the classics uh, at that point. Do you like cooking now? Well, like cooking, I do like cooking now, especially now that I have two boys nice to cook for that. Mama stomacher, I think I need to go to the hospital. I'm not all that good at it, I'm afraid, but I'm trying to become better. And particularly now in the lockdown, it's been a good opportunity to cook more. you like cooking, Gwen? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't always cook, but I sometimes help my mommy out, which is fun. Like cooking pancakes and things like that. Yes, it's fun to eat something that you've made yourself, isn't it? Yeah. What is classics? What is classics? Well, that's a good question. Classics classics is the study of the ancient Mediterranean world, right? So it's the study of the uh, archaeology, that is to say, the remains that survive from the ancient world. It's the study of the literature of the ancient world. It's a study of the languages that they spoke, Latin and Greek, but not exclusively those two. And particularly for me, it's the study of the thought, of the philosophy, of the ideas uh, that um, the people of that of that time uh, first. Uh, first developed. So we're talking about thousands of years ago. We're talking about 2,500 years ago in the case of of the rise of democracy, the political system in in Athens, in Greece. So it's a very broad, uh, it's a very broad uh, system of, of studying the ancient world. And not just the ancient world, but also why it matters to us, why we should care what people a very, very long time ago thought about uh, how, how they ought to organize themselves. Wow. What is a philosophy? What is a philosophy? Well, it's a way of thinking about the world and our place in it, and particularly the big sorts of questions, really. Philosophy... You've already engaged in it, I'm sure, when you ask what the meaning of life is, when you ask where the world began and where it's going, 
when we ask questions about our place in that world, when we ask questions about whether it's right or wrong to do something for asking philosophical questions, when we ask how we can know something, how we can know that other people are having thoughts just as we are having thoughts. Those are philosophical questions. If there are any spirits here tonight, tell me, does this sound like Shakira? They get their start in, 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 in childhood. The pressing questions that we never really get satisfying answers to. That's what philosophy is all about. Wow. What is your actual job? My actual job? Well, I teach at the University of Edinburgh in Scotland, in the classics department there. My official title is Leverhulme Early Career Fellow. What that means is they pay me to teach Latin and Greek, and also to think about ancient texts, to read them, to write about them, and to try to understand them better. So do you have, uh, have a really big brain? I wish. I wish I had a very big brain. More than a big brain, I think what's important is, is determination and uh, a willingness to uh, focus for a very long time on a particular subject. That's more important than a really big brain. Um, because people with big brains are very smart, of course, but it's never, it's never enough to simply be very smart. You also have to be determined. You need to be enterprising. You need to be very keen in order to, to really... Uh, understand something better. It takes a long time. Patience is also very important, unfortunately. But it's a virtue that has to be developed. And I'm working very hard on it. Are you mostly in a library or a classroom? I am mostly in a library when I can be. At the moment, of course, libraries are shut which is a very great problem for me at the moment. But usually I spend about 75% of my time in the library or reading or writing and 25% teaching. Can you get your books online? You can get them online, some of them, yes. Not all of them, unfortunately, but some. At your job, is there... Canteen. All right, we've got the chicken Alfredo. Ah! And the shrimp scampi. Oh, God! I'll get the chicken sandwich. And don't you guys do like a special sauce here? Yep. Okay, I'm gonna not get that. I wish there were a canteen. I need to go out from, from the, the university to have lunch. But there are at universities lots of different places to eat. That's one of the nice things about universities. What do you like to eat for lunch? Ooh, I'm not uh, all that much of a keen lunch eater. But I do like to have coffee and perhaps something very simple, like sweets and candies for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, that's the best, isn't it? Mm-hmm. What do you have to wear at work? One of the nice things about being uh, a teacher at university is that there is no required dress code. You have to be not um, very formal at all. So jeans are okay. Um, It's quite open to interpretation. That is a nice thing. (laughs) Do you have to... So do you have to wear a cape? (laughs) In the past, in the olden days, there was such a thing called academical dress that involved robes, flowing robes and capes and lots of different insignia indicating your area of study. And still on formal occasions... And at certain universities, this sort of dress is is still required, but it's quite rare. But two or three hundred years ago, say, at all times, teachers at universities would be wearing these very grand, almost monastic style clothes. Jeans is better. Jeans is better. I agree completely. These jeans are kind of tight. I think they shrunk in the wash. Did they shrink or did you grow? They shrunk. Okay, damn. Have you done any jobs before that you didn't really like? Oh, I've done lots of little jobs over the years. I've taught at a school. I taught Latin, the language, at a school in Cambridge for a while. I've worked in a shop which I didn't much like, but it was very um, educational for me to work there. Ah, Oh my goodness, look at this sale. This store is amazing. (laughs) Uh, I worked washing cars when I was uh, very young. I worked as a caddy at a golf club. I carried people's golf clubs while they played golf. Uh, I worked in a bank for a while, Uh, all jobs that I didn't much enjoy, but I always knew what I wanted to do, eventually. Whilst you were at the, you know, like the golf club, did you sometimes do golf there? Sometimes, yes. I was able to play on the golf course at the golf club because I worked there. Four! Four! Well, I yelled four, you idiot. That's what four means. But I was not much older than you, really. 13 or 14 years old. Do you have a favorite god? Do I have a favorite god? Um, I'm not sure I do have a favorite. Uh, I like uh, a number of different ones for different reasons. So... Aphrodite, who's the goddess of love, for instance, is a very interesting god. Uh, She's depicted in art very prominently in lots of different periods of art history. And it's very interesting to compare and contrast how Aphrodite and indeed all the gods are depicted by artists. Uh, Apollo 
is the god of, of the creative arts in particular, and I find that particularly uh, interesting. Um, and it's nice to look at certain gods and certain kinds of uh, genres or classes of literature, different types of books, right? Um, and the way they were talked about, d described, and used by, by ancient writers. So if we go back to our earliest Greek writer, thousands of years ago, no one knows quite how long, Homer, who wrote the Iliad and the Odyssey, it's nice to look at how the different gods are described by him and then how these same gods are described by later writers. Do you have a favorite god, Gwen? I don't really know any gods, actually, for some reason. I only know a god called God. Say your prayers to Jesus over I don't know any other gods. It's a bit weird. Do you have a favorite philosophical idea? Philosophical idea. Uh, I'm not sure any one particular uh, philosophical idea is, is my favorite. I suppose the area of philosophy that I'm most interested in um, uh, is the area that is concerned with questions about how we can know the world whether we can actually know anything, uh, and questions about how us as, as human beings uh, fit into that world, how our knowledge of the world uh, helps us to make sense of it and helps us to make sense of our relationships with other people. Maybe I can, maybe I can find about all the gods and ideas on horrible histories. Yes, I think on, on horrible histories you can you can find out more. There's lots of resources to find out about the gods in the ancient world. Um, one of the interesting things about the gods in the ancient world is not only that there, there were such gods, but there are so many of them, and they changed over time. They're understood differently. They rise in importance and decline in importance. Um, some of the gods seem to come from outside of the ancient Mediterranean world, perhaps from India or from Persia or from ancient Egypt. There are cultural connections that, that relate to the development of the gods and the development of of religion that are very interesting to study. So it's a, a, a moving, a moving picture that, that really uh, is intriguing once you, you uh, dive into it. Thank you. You are very interesting, actually. I like the actually at the end. I have one fun question. Okay. What? Is the movie Troy like true? Well, since we've been talking about the gods, one of the things that's interesting about the movie Troy is they don't really appear in it. There are very few gods in that 
uh, movie, but the story it's based on, Homer's Iliad, this great epic tale, is full of the gods. The gods are uh, central to that story. So they changed it to make it a little less uh, Greek and a little less um, foreign. Um, so is it true? Well, who knows? But it may be based on, on a war that happened a very, very long time ago that produced a story, the Iliad, that, that is still very much with us, still very much relevant. Um, and I hope one day you will, you will read it because it's one of the most exciting things uh, that, that one could read. I think I'll let you go back to your boys. It was really good talking to you. It was lovely talking to you too, Gwen. Can I ask you one question? Before yeah. You? From all the interviews you've done so far, what is it that you've uh, learned most? What is the most interesting thing you've 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 you you've seen in your interviews so far? Oh, that's a hard one. Yeah. All of them are basically interesting. Fine. Um, probably the MMA fighter. What did you learn about her? Or the reporter. Um, well, she doesn't have to be angry with, like, people to, you know, like, fight with people. Mm. And if I um, had to choose one from the reporter... He gave me good tips about if you made a mistake. Mistakes are a part of all jobs, unfortunately. So it's good to get some tips on how to how to fix them. You've had such a variety, though. It's been extraordinary to listen to some of your interviews. Presidents, teachers, doctors, artists, so many interesting people. Thank you. I hope you, you continue. You're going to become a sort of David Frost of interviews about jobs. <laughs> Are you still working in the coronavirus? I am still working. I'm trying to write now that I have a bit more free time from teaching. Um, and I'm also trying very hard to plan for teaching next year, which will have to be over the Internet, given the, the new rules that... Uh, are, we are subject to. So lots of, of new things and exciting challenges uh, in the coming months. Uh, bye. Bye. Thank you for being on my podcast. Oh, it's been such a privilege and a pleasure to talk with you. 2468, who do I appreciate? Huh? You. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed that as much as me. If you did, please remember to leave me a five-star rating and subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss next week's amazing episode with an actual beekeeper. We went to visit the hives this week. Check out the photos on our Instagram. Bye! Bye.